Hey, welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I am in the Libra Lounge studio with producer Jay. Hey. Because I'm still poor, so I can't afford any better than having my husband still be the producer of the show. <sighs> cash at me, y'all. Cash at me, my cash at this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I keep telling you that OnlyFans may be the way to go. Don't nobody want to see my fat ass but you. I'll pay you a bunch. Pay me now. <laughs> pay, pay me just because I'm even in breathing the same air as you right now. Okay. Pay me. Uh, I saw something actually pretty funny today on social media, and I, I was glad someone finally posted it because I thought I was the only person who thought this. I do not like when people post Cash App for their birthday and tell people to send them money. So the meme actually said Cash App was not created for you to post it and bear people for money on your birthday. I thought that was like the most like kind of, I thought it was kind of ghetto to do that. It is ghetto. Like you, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, have you ever in your life told somebody, "Hey, just send me money for my birthday"? Like, it wasn't your parents. That, no, nobody. Exactly. No, no. The, my parents or my husband are the only people that I'm like, just give me money. I don't even know what I want. Exactly. Um, just I just was like, okay, so you're posting this on Facebook, so. People can send you money, but you know damn well only like three of these people even really know you in real life. So you're really asking a bunch of stalker strangers to send you money for your per cash app is not an emergency birthday gift fund. <laughs> That's not, it's not. Um, so yeah, that was pretty funny. Before we get into the gab, I want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on both Instagram and Facebook. And producer James and I, we we are going to try our hardest to learn how to tick on the talk and get on TikTok. But uh, I think we're going to have to hire some people a little bit younger than us uh, because I still just don't get Twitter. So I talk too much. I have too much to say for Twitter. To, Twitter to only give me like a certain amount of uh, characters. codes. Like, what do they call? Characters. Characters. Now, I'm like, okay, by the time I type this up and post it, I got to try to remember what the other half of what I was saying, and I'm not going to remember it. I'm just not so I don't I don't tweet on the Twitter, but I'm hoping one day either producer James gonna have to just become a multimillionaire real quick. I don't care if he has to rob a bank. I don't care if he has to I don't he sell his ass on the street. But once that happens, we can afford to actually pay people to run our social media pages. But until then, it'll just be my ass, all right? And sometimes producer James. Yeah, I have to remind men, y'all know that my husband and I share this Libra Lounge with Keisha account. Like, sometimes you're talking to a man when you're saying, oh, you're so beautiful, woman. And he's replying, thanks. <laughs> Every now and then, like somebody be like, uh, "Hey, I want to pay your bills," and half of me is like, "Let's see how much you will." I mean, let's, let's actually do it. But what if they? What if they're like, "But I want to see you first in real life." I'm gonna say, "I want half my rent paid this month." Mm -hmm. Then you can see something. Let's see how dedicated they are. But here's the thing. Let's say that this unknown person that's going to message us and say this says, "Okay, pays gives you money." You know that if you're the one who actually responded, you're going to have to show him something, not I'm gonna, me. I'm going to show him my ass. Uh, basically, you just going to feel a I'm white put, wall. I want to put a big, my big white ass on there and go, ha, shared account. 
All right. If you are, well, did I finish saying what I was going to say? We totally went off. Anyway, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook. Send us a message anytime you want. We always respond when, um, I don't necessarily want to say fans, but followers. Whenever you guys message us, we love interacting with you guys. Um, you know, you can also listen to the show by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And guys, we really need you to start leaving us some reviews. We know you guys are listening because we can see the numbers, but we need to leave a review because if someone says, hey, that bitch is kind of funny. Let me see the reviews on there. I only got like five reviews. Uh, so yeah, I need y'all to leave reviews. Positive ones. Not ones like that CH guy one time who said I couldn't say spirit animal anymore because it was racist to the indigenous people. It was insensitive. I'm not saying, okay, I'm insensitive all the time. I'm like, do you not listen to the show on a regular basis? This show is about nothing but insensitivities. We're assholes, okay? This show is based on assholeness, all right? Uh, leave us a review, but you also can subscribe to us on um, TuneIn app, Laughable app, and iHeartRadio. Is that correct? All righty. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It's time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so, woo, thank the movie gods. We are able to go to the movie theaters again, and actually good movies are going to be there. Because, look, we were so excited about going to the movies. We actually paid money to go see uh, The New Mutants, and... Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we kind of got screwed on that deal. Yeah, but we were just happy to be there. Like, the movie theater is our jam. It's what y'all don't understand. I love being at the movies. You get the smell of the popcorn. You get all these people that are excited about seeing a film. Then you go into the actual room, and everyone, we're seeing the same thing. Then you get to talk to people a little bit. You have your drinks. I just, it's everything. I love the sound. I like the vibration of the seats. I just love going to the movies. But I did not like going to the movies and having to watch the new movies. That shit was trash. Trash. I'm like, oh. But anyways, so A Quiet Place Part 2 is finally going to hit the theaters on Friday. Now, this was supposed to come out last summer. But we were still living in the summer of COVID and shit. So we couldn't do that. Uh, but The Quiet Place is, Part 2 is coming out. So my mom heard me say, oh my God, finally, A Quiet Place is coming on. And she's like why would you want to go to the movies to watch like a silent movie? Ugh. Now y'all know she old and a little bit dumb. Uh, I think she thought it was like a Charlie Chaplin film. Just like, a mustache. Like a black and white yeah. Buster Keaton. Yeah, I'm like, it's about fucking aliens, mom. Don't sit down and be quiet. It's up something dumb. Um, but A Quiet Place 2 is coming out. If you've not seen A Quiet Place 1, you have missed a phenomenal film. So I'm going to break it down for you a little bit, and producer James will break it down correctly because y'all know I'm going to fuck it all the way up. Um, a Quiet Place is basically the world is under attack from aliens, but these aliens look like giant, like, stick bugs. You yeah, know those crazy stick bugs? That's what they look like, right? So they are blind, so they can only... You know what I was about to say? Y'all, I really was about to say they can only see through hearing. That's, I mean, but that's really what they true. did. They, they Everything is based off of sound. I'll give you a pass on that. Thank you, Producer James, because he's trying to get some tonight, and he's still not going to get it. So anyways, 
A quiet place is basically the world has been evaded by these six. They're, they're horrible looking, okay? And they can only find you by sound. So I'm hoping that we get a little bit more of a backstory in Quiet Place 2. Because we don't trailer. know where they came from or anything like that. In the trailer, they showed like the day of. Right. So I think we're going to see how it started. Okay, that's great. So basically, the world is under attack. Everyone has to be quiet because if you make a sound, it attracts these monsters aliens or i don't know exactly what they are they're aliens i guess and uh yeah as soon as they hear sound they're drawn to it and, and they, they are kill violent and fast yes vicious very vicious okay so we follow a a family as they are trying to find um really anyone. shelter and yeah, you anyone. know anything um to get away from these things that's really Damn, that's the whole concept of the whole goddamn movie. Really, it's, well, uh, well, it's so much more than that, though. Well, it's more than that because uh, I'm trying to remember, but they in the I first one they had to leave their place for some reason. How about this? This is all I really have to say. This is going to make people go to the, see the movie. Emily Blunt is in the movie. There you go. You know, it's a great movie right there. Uh, but it is it's 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 my kind of movie. There's action in it. You get some spook scares. Uh, it, it's family oriented, and it's kind of like. We've got to work together to accomplish just staying alive. And it's very, very, very intense. Very intense. And then at some point, Emily, Blunt Emily Blunt's character becomes pregnant. Yep. So she has to give birth alone in a bathtub yep. quietly. Now, ain't that some goddamn shit? I didn't mean, I did the same thing. I gave birth in complete silence. I was drugged because I had a C-section, but I mean, I did it. I mean, the child is still here. I delivered. Uh, so A Quiet Place 2, I think it's going to give us the backstory of like the origin of these aliens. Like what fuck, you know what they always do in movies with aliens? They never come from planets that we know. Yeah, that's a good point. No one ever said, these motherfuckers came straight from Pluto. Okay, I get that. I can rock with that. Okay, that's going to give me make me a little bit fearful of Pluto. Because anytime someone says the planet Pluto, I think about that fucking Disney character. Do you not? I think all I see is a big Pluto's face at, it just on the planet. That's what I think. And whenever I think of Mars, I always think Mars is green. The red planet is green? It's red? That's, it's known as the red planet. Shut your mouth. It is. Man, when someone says Mars, I think green. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what matches Mars with green. Y'all know my mind just kind of don't work sometimes. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Oh. Um, so they most definitely have added some more uh, characters to part two because in part one, the only characters that we really see are the, the family, the little nook of this family. So they're having to move from where their their last location was and they're going to have to actually get help from other people because they've got to figure... I mean, look, this is America. We can't be quiet for too long. Like, we just cannot fucking do it. Uh, it's one of those things... Remember, uh, what was it? Um, the, the bird... Not birdcage. Uh, uh, bird was, box. Bird box. So, yes. so, this is like the movie Bird Box if it was done perfectly. Bird Box was so, a good movie. It was good. It was good. It was but, a good movie. But the same, like, we concept, like, you got to lose a sense to heighten yeah. the other sense but in Quiet order Place to survive. Did it. Quiet Place did it really, really, really good. So I think the Bird Place did it. Get, 
for a movie that's on Netflix. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna let you sit here and talk bad about any Sandra Bullock film. Oh, no, no, not that. But because that's my but girl. also also with a uh, Quiet Place, you mentioned it. The cast was so small, and yeah. they did so much. A lot. With they a did small a lot. Cast and yeah. not really seeing the aliens much. Not like, much. It was, it was really like Jaws. Kind of yes. Sort of, like they kind yeah. of lead up to it. Yeah. They have a huge impact, but you really don't see you them. You don't see them unless but, you make a motherfucking sound. But you're scared of them without even seeing them, seeing yeah. how the family has to live. Like, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. No noise. Live that way. No sound. Like, it's, when you think no sound, you think not talking. No, you can't You can't hit a desk. You can't, you can't nothing. You can't flick a booger. Nothing. No sound at all. Can't but they still manage to fucking have a baby, though. Well, you That's can do that pretty quietly. impressive. You can do that quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, so. But notice no one had pets. I didn't see. So that's somebody that didn't look. I didn't see any other oh, animals in no. that whole movie. And I just thought about that. I didn't see a they bird. They didn't. Like, there was no sounds of nature, even. This is what wow. I'm going to think. Because if I sit here and I think too much about the fact that there's no animals in the world, I will literally sit here and cry all of my eyelash extensions out right now <laughs> on camera. But this is what I'm going to think. This is what I'm going to tell myself. Animals are smarter than humans when it comes to basic instincts. So they're probably in Antarctica. All of the animals all over the world are in Antarctica because the aliens cannot survive in cold weather. But think about every animal that alerts of danger they're gone with a sound they would be dead that's i just i'm gonna go back and watch it again i don't remember hearing one nature sound in that whole damn movie they i guess the aliens probably probably killed everything that made a sound so every bird every oh, oh man yeah but i'm like okay look, shit, you came to our planet you kill all the motherfucking animals we don't have any meat to eat Okay, you've done good. Go back. Leave. Let us be so we can talk about how we're going to rebuild the planet, okay? Fucking blackfish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're both super excited to go see the uh, A Quiet Place 2 in theaters this Friday. Damn, they need to pay us for fucking... That was a that was a Marshall. That was. That was a whole Marshall right there, so... This episode's um, sponsored by... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Send us the money. All right. So here's something that is always on my mind, and I never thought to bring it up on the podcast. Celebrity-endorsed products. Okay. How do you feel about that? Uh, Depends on the product. Here's why. I will only believe a celebrity endorsement of a product if I think it's a product they actually will right. use. So here's an example. I don't think Shaquille O'Neal has the general insurance, insurance. Uh -uh, i don't think so either you know mm -mm. i don't i obviously don't think that sally struthers ever really used a, a workout device that that was suzanne somers oh either way sally how do you say her last name oh sally struthers oh she, she did the kids oh yeah but, but she kind of looked like she ate a few i just say seeing how big she was <laughs> i don't i don't endorse her the charity. food was all going to her <laughs> so i don't but like if kobe bryant were to or if a, a basketball star endorsed a shoe mm -hmm. that I saw him wear, you know, he's still getting paid, but But isn't there I I remember it used to be this way a long time ago 
But then again, this is one of those things that my mom told me. And we all know, I've shared with you, as an adult now, I have gone down a list of shit that I realized that my mother completely fucking lied to me about as a child. So let's see if she lied about this one. She told me that whenever celebrities endorse a product, that it is written in a contract that they have to wear or use that product at least once a day. So it all depends on the contract. Now, oh, so she wasn't lying? Oh, no, she's she, oh, so no, she, she was a little bit of the truth. She was telling the truth. Okay. So sometimes it means that you can only wear certain clothes. Like mm -hmm. if you're in a professional athlete mm -hmm. and Nike sponsors you, you got to wear You only can wear Nike stuff. I remember uh, uh who was it? Um Brock Lesnar. The well, wrestler, the MMA guy, big blonde dude. Anyway, no. He he made a comment after a fight and said, man, I'm going to go and drink Budweiser because these Coors guys ain't paying me enough. <gasps> Something like that. Oh, so he, boy. He, yeah, so exactly. So if you're sponsored by Budweiser, you can't drink anyone else's beer. Right. You right. can, but you can't be you can't filmed be or photographed or seen doing it. Because I remember, I don't know if you guys remember Star Jones, who used to be on The View. Oh, yeah. All right. She also became, um, she did commercials for Payless. And Star Jones was such a shoe whore. I told her, I was like, I can't even see her like wearing shoes from Payless. And my mom's like, well, she's got to. She's got to be at least seen in a pair of Payless shoes. It doesn't matter if she wears them for one minute or she wears them all day. She has got to wear the product. So the reason why I thought about this is because whenever we were all on complete COVID lockdown, we didn't have any more TV shows. So I was on social media a lot. And I never really followed any social media influencers before, but I did then. So, I mean, we were at home bored and I mean, I think you had just got a bonus. So I had extra money. <laughs> and so I was like buying all of these products that this certain, and I'm not going to mention who she is, this certain influencer that I liked at the time, all these products that she was endorsing. As time went on, and I was like, oh, I've got this whole new skincare regimen. I'm going to use all the products that she uses. Then I started noticing, I'm like, she's filming out her bathroom. I'm like, I don't see none of that shit that I just bought on her. I see all these other products. But I don't see any of the $500 that I just spent on the shit that she's been endorsing. And then it didn't dawn on me until I think she was running a contest. And in order for you to win the contest, you have to follow these other social media people. And so I was like, all right. So I started looking at that stuff, and I'm like, they're endorsing the same product. I was fooled. I really thought this lady liked these products so much, and they've done so much for her skin. I fell into it. But I'm like, these people are are contacting these influencers because they have so many followers and saying, we want you to endorse our products. But I, see, I that's fell the, victim to it. Well, see, that's the new celebrity. So remember, if you saw like Cindy Crawford, because she used to hawk a beauty product all the time, like her own line, right? But that's Cindy yes. Crawford, the world-famous supermodel. Right. Now, the chick with a million followers that's right. is now the new celebrity for endorsements. And on top of that, people don't, think they're shilling mm -hmm. because they're not world famous celebrities. I felt victim hard to it, y'all. I yep. really did. And then one day I was like, I have been a sucker. I was a chomp. I'm still getting <laughs> notification text message notifications 
from that damn beauty skincare line. I'm like, I'm not buying your shit anymore. Like, I'm not doing it. You fooled me once. You're not going to fool me twice. But I was just like, how much can we really, it's kind of like this. If it's a really good product, some people may not even buy it because they assume, oh, they're only saying it's great because they're being paid by the company. Because you know what? It's it's cheaper to use them than it is to actually pay for commercials on television. Oh, it's of course it's cheaper. And then what's funny is it's cheaper to let somebody talk about it for five minutes on a podcast or an Instagram story than it is to pay for a minute of national TV. Yeah. And you'll get the same number of views, potentially. Yeah. Example, how many reality TV stars promote the flat tummy tea? Oh, yeah. The bitches don't have flat tummies. And I have watched some of them use flat tummy tea for about two or three years, and the tummy still looks the same. Angela from 90 Day Fiance, Mama June endorses flat tummy tea. That's when I'm like, that was when I kind of woke up a little bit more. I'm like, it's all endorsement. It's all money. It's all money, views, and clicks. Listen to this. Just please sponsor our podcast. Listen. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. Send me all the flat tummy teas, gummies, face mask, whatever. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just pay us money to do it. I'll do it. So this is when I was like, okay, Mama June, which I do watch. Y'all know I love reality TV. So I'll watch Mama June. I've watched Mama June since her and Alana were on Tallers and Tiaras. Followed every pound. So we know, yeah, I've seen her at every weight. So think about it. Mama June lost her show on TLC. And if you have followed them, you know why. She started dating a sex offender who had been in prison for molesting one of her daughters. That's one. All right. So then, like all reality TV stars, when they don't, when they have fallen from reality TV glory, you just go over to WeTV and get a show, which is exactly what they did. Then we saw Mama June lose her mind, abandon her child, her underage child, and from what I have heard, she blew $600,000 on crack cocaine. So we've got someone who consorts with uh, sex offenders, uh, we've got a thief, and we've got a crackhead. And flat tummy tea people still wanted her to endorse them. Now, ain't that some shit? You know what I mean? It used to be you would only want someone who was, I, I don't know, like Tiger Woods back in the day. Yes. All being yes. on a box of Wheaties. You wanted the grace. Now you just don't care. We'll give it to a fucking crackhead. That is such a good point. Endorse our product. Rem- yeah, you're right. Remember how if you got on the Wheaties box? You had to be you were, great. You had, yeah. You used to be, you had to be squeaky clean. An Olympic gold medalist. You had to be worthy of a product's endorsement. Not now. now. Not now. Nope. nope the nope, crazier, nope, nope. shittier you are, yeah. the more you'll get. Yes. That get. is the world that we live in right now. That even knowing all these things, you still say, oh, well, they still got so many followers. I want them yep. to endorse my exposure. product. Exposure, exposure. And I have yet to meet a person in real life who has used flat tummy tea successfully it, it doesn't count if you went and got a tummy tuck and if then started, started drinking flat tummy. flat tummy tea that's not how it's supposed to work but yeah i was just thinking about that one day i was just like that's a tad bit crazy yep uh just as crazy as that team mom two star brianna de jesus 
announced her engagement to tattoo artist Javi. I almost didn't believe it. And, and if you follow Brianna on social media, you already know what I'm going to say. She does so much click, no, wait, not click, click, click bait. Oh. Man, don't two try to say things. that shit at school because you'll most definitely go to detention. There are two ways. Trying to say things. click bait. That's, please. Uh, she does so many of those stories. I almost was just like, oh my God, here we go again. One of her fake stories that you got to go click something in the link. And then it's a bullshit story or a story from like five years ago. But the bitch actually is engaged. I wonder how that's going to play out. You know, uh, Brianna De Jesus, she's part of, as my friends over at Team Mom Trash Talk call, she and her mom and sister and daughters, the coven, which is what I call us at our house, the coven, they have been this hardcore female clique. We don't need men. We don't want men. And now Brianna is engaged. Now, we've, we have watched Brianna either on television or on social media or in the news. She's gone through some guys. So I'm kind of wondering, like, is this going to be the guy? Because we have thought she's had the guy a few times. But I don't, I think she's one of those people that gets bored. And it's like, I can't, I, I'm bored. I don't think she likes just, things are cool. Things are cool. You know what I mean? But how long do you ride on the team? team look. I don't even watch Team Mom anymore. I already know all the stories because I, I follow them on social media. I know I know where they're at. I, I know what vacations they've been on. And how many of them are still teens? None of them. Okay. <laughs> now it's just the bitches just are fucking mom. thirty. They're moms. like thirty. Yeah, that's the thing. The show should just be called Moms. I, I, you know, you guys know I I have rocked hard for Team Mom and Team Mom Two. But I honestly feel in my heart, and it almost hurts me a little bit to say it, time to move on. We have watched these girls deliver their babies at 15, 16, 17. We have followed their stories on to Team Mom and Team Mom 2. And these shows have been on for like nine, what, nine, th 13 seasons for Team Mom 2 yeah. or Team Mom the OG. That's a long fucking time. Like, these bitches have gone to prison, rehab. They've had other babies. They've moved into, rented, like, five million other houses. Like, I think the stories have been done. Yeah, I mean, how long are you going to track them? I mean, until they're, the, like, how long? You know what we've done? We have tracked them to boredom. Because <laughs> it is simply boring now to watch it. As a matter of fact, last night, it's like, hey, Team Mom 2's on. Don't you? I'm like, no. 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 What? Jade uh, and her boyfriend broke up again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brianna is going to be fussing about divorcing. Yeah. Okay. I think I've got it. I don't think there's a need. I don't think there's a reason for me to watch it. The stories have played out, and social media has kind of ruined it for us because we know so much, even though they technically, oh, we can't talk about that until the reunion, or we can't talk about this. This is a bitch. We already, we could have wrote the script. For the seasons, because we we see everything. Anyway, I I, I do want to see how this one's gonna play out because with Brianna being engaged to a guy who has two kids himself, is the coven gonna have to disband? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's gonna want to move in with this guy, and he's got kids, and I don't know what Roxy and Brittany are gonna do. Oh, who knows? 
I know one I thing. I ain't watching the show to find out. I'll just find out on social media. I know media. I don't give a shit. About I mean, it. I still do because I feel like, you know, remember we had Kale on the show. And I'm like, I watched you since you were 16 and pregnant. And then I'm like, okay, I just said the title of the show. But yeah, I watched you. I have followed you since you were 16 and pregnant. So I have watched them go through their teens. I have watched them, you know, the majority of them drop out of college, except for Kale. Uh, but I will say, I think they're starting to bring in new life a little bit because some of the girls that were on Young and Pregnant, which if you have not watched Young and Pregnant, that's the show to watch right there. You bitches are crazy. They are hot fucking messes, which is what, look, we watch reality TV for entertainment and these girls, they bring it every show. But now Team Mom 2 has two of the cast members from Young and Pregnant on their show. So I think they're kind of shifting out a little bit. I think I figured this out. I think you watch Teen Mom, then you watch Teen Mom OG, and then you watch Love and Life After Lockup, and you follow them all the way through. I think that's how it's supposed to work. I will say this. (laughs) For sure, I think if things, if MTV said we're not going to do Teen Mom, Teen Mom 2 anymore. For sure, I think Amber... And just about all the dads could easily just slide on over to WeTV for life after lockup because oh, yeah. they have been locked up <laughs> and rehab stints and things such oh, as yeah. that. So, all right. When we get back from this break, we are going to have one of my favorite reality TV stars on the show. I get to interview her. This is a very happy, exciting day for me. We're going to have Jessica Samato, who some of you may know from your cutoff, but currently she's on Bravo's Below Deck. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I am so extremely excited to introduce my guest today. I don't know if she knows, but um, I'm slightly obsessed with her and Erica Rose, who's also been a guest on our show. Jess, is it Samato? Yes. Okay, say hi to the Lily Lounge audience. Hello. Thank you for having me. Okay, so this is a total girl crush moment for me because I was a huge fan of your cutoff season one. I always say season one because I don't want anyone to think I was, season two was my favorite because it wasn't. But <laughs> season one, I loved my husband was like, why do you keep re-watching this show? Because it's so fucking good. That's why. I love it. I love it. Um, so give us a little bit about your background. Um, as far as just, just me in general? Yeah, 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 yeah. In, like, just you in general. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'm not very exciting, but um, <laughs> I am pretty much, <laughs> pretty much living in Jersey my whole life. I'm originally from New York. Um, I, I have a podcast right now myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in the on and off in TV for the last, what, um, geez, what is it? Uh, 12 years? Has it been 12 years since you've been on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So a little like blurbs here and there in the, uh, TV world, but, um, you know, always keeping myself, uh, Try to keep myself relevant to, to one degree or the other. I don't right. know how good I'm doing at it, but I try. You're doing good. So let me tell you, what was the motivation behind you doing your cutoff? 
So um, I still to this day have a very good friend who is in the world of production and casting and, and whatnot. And mm -hmm. he reached out to me out of nowhere and he was like, listen, they're casting for a new show on VH1. Mm -hmm. I think you would be, you know, great for it. Fill it out. And I was like, all right. You know, it was called The Good Life. And I was like, this mm -hmm. is really like, you know, superficial. But I was like, whatever. You know, I was 22 at the time I was filling that out. I was like, you know. Who cares if, you know, right. I just wanted to be on TV. So I filled it all out and, um, you know, the rest was history. I mean, you and Erica Rose being on TV together is like TV gold, okay? Uh, and for anyone who did not watch your cutoff, which you should be ashamed of yourself. And trust me, every year I'm kind of like, why will they not do a marathon of your cutoff? And you could ask my husband, we have every streaming app and I have certain shows that I look for and your cutoff is on there. <laughs> like every time I look for it, I'm like, I can't find my show anywhere. It's like, Erica, I'm like Erica, do you know how to show? I don't even know how to get it. I'm like, damn it. So let me ask you, for our audience members who, who didn't watch your cutoff, basically it was a group of spoiled women and their parents or their spouses wanted them to see how it felt to live not this spoiled, glamorous life. So the setup was uh, the, the ladies were all shopping and doing different things and like some people's credit cards got declined and boom, 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 they get a life coach and they have to move into this house all together and I guess slum it? Would you say slum it a little bit? Um, I mean, slum it is pushing it. It was, mm -hmm. it was definitely challenging. I'll okay. tell you that. So how was it really living in a house? A small... Okay, was the house really as small as it appeared on television? You know, it, it really wasn't that small. Um, I, I, I think it was pretty much like an average size, uh, average size house. Okay. Um, it wasn't... It, and it was nice, too, really, like, considering it was just living with eight females yeah. with, I think there was only, there was one small bathroom, like a powder room, just, just had a, a toilet, and then we all had to share the one shower, the one vanity. That's, that's what's hard, because How? it's eight women... Yeah, eight women with makeup, curling irons, flat irons, makeup, you know, and they're all, and me included, you know, extensions, clipping, yeah. this and that. It's just like, it was like a hot mess yeah. of like shit in there. So that's what was challenging. I cannot even fathom the thought of having one and a half bathrooms with eight other women. And you guys didn't know each other either. Oh, that would no. have been a lot. <laughs> that would have been a lot. Um, you guys are most definitely entertaining. You and Erica had some classic fights. I was actually telling my wait, let me tell you this. This is really funny. So my daughter turns uh, 19 on Friday, and she will always say, I learned the word lobotomy from Jess from your cutoff. And I have a saying that I stole from you, demon seed. Like when someone starters with like you fucking demon seat, where'd you come from? And that was from you. So it is I the still say it, do yeah. you still say <laughs> Y'all had yep. some good fights. Um 
I was telling my husband, I was like, no, there was one time I really thought Jess was going to fight Erica. And he was like, well, well, what did Erica do? I said, she said something about shove a tampon up your butt or something like that. And it set Jess all the way off. And let me tell you this, is that out of all the girls in the house, you kept your looks up the most. Like My look? Yes. Like your fingernails were always polished. Your hair was always done. You always looked really cute. Some of the other girls struggled a little bit, including Erica and her hair extensions and Leanne and her hair extensions. They struggled a little bit there, but no, you had it going on. So I always like to ask people, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about reality TV? That's a great question. Um, the, the biggest misconception of reality TV, and this is something that I've really been defending for a solid 12 years, because like I said earlier, I've done tidbits here and there of TV. Obviously, my longest, you know, stint was, or stint rather, was on, you know, VH1's Your Cutoff. Mm -hmm. But you have to consider, I'm being filmed 24-7 for eight weeks mm -hmm. straight. Mm -hmm. And what people are actually seeing is condensed down right. into an hour a week. Right. So you turn eight weeks into eight hours. And there is a lot of stuff that didn't make TV. There's a lot of, and forgive me, you know, instigation that comes from production. I if heard I that. Say, and I'm telling you, specifically, since you watched it, you can recall that camping episode. Yes, I do. Before, before we even got to that camping site, I had said in passing, and keep in mind, I'm Mike, so producers are hearing everything I said. Okay. I had said, oh, I don't drink wine. I only, you know, I don't like the flavor of wine. Um, you know, whatever I say, I don't want to do this, don't want to do that. So what do they do? All of that. They put me <laughs> in a camping situation with these women with cases of wine, knowing that they're going to get drunk and knowing that I don't get along with most of them anyway. So they mm. knew right there, okay, Jess has a short fuse. This is an easy setup. Let's get these girls drunk and let's let Jess, like, yeah. you know, go ballistic. So that's the kind of thing, you know, that's, that's the kind of, misconception that everything you're seeing is 100% factual and, you know, it is what it, it's not. It, yes, you're seeing me curse at that time or flip out, but know that there is a whole other 23 hours of footage that right. is not being shown. Now, let me ask you, what, piggybacking off of what you just said, what do you wish they had shown more of on the show? Um, I definitely wish they would have shown the funner and more empathetic side of me. Mm -hmm. um, this I have people have this perception of me that I am this wild, antagonistic, you know, hot-headed, uh, you know, New Jerseyan. Mm -hmm. And while yes, that is who I am, there is a, a totally other side of me. Mm -hmm. And they don't highlight that because they really don't want the audience to, you know, it's kind of like there are people, there are going to be people who love Jeff right. and then there are going to be people who hate Jeff mm -hmm. and they don't really want any in between. Mm -hmm. So they make sure to keep the two sides of me very separate. 
Okay, okay. Because I didn't know that you were so family-oriented until I saw you on social media. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And we didn't get to see that on the show because it's like each girl has a certain role. Well, this is going to be the good girl. This is going to be the bad girl. This is going to be the quiet girl and things like that. So you most definitely came out as the hot-headed Italian girl from Jersey. Um, and then you have people, and then you have people like Gia, who we as an audience, I didn't know how to feel about Gia until the episode when you guys went to, I think it was the men's, uh, the soup kitchen, or it was something like that. Um, and she started to reveal more about herself. But at the beginning, it's like, oh my God, I don't like this girl at all. You know, and, and, and I agree. Each person kind of just has a role. Now, how has your life been since your cutoff premiered? Well, you know, my life has been, for the most part, pretty much normal. You know, Erica and I talk about this all the time. We say that our show came out at the very um, beginning of the reality TV explosion. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. So we, so we really fell by the wayside of reality television. I think if we would have come out now, mm-hmm. um, it would be a different story. Okay. You know, because you have shows that I think are not so great that you know take off like right. unbelievable. Yes. And you had us that you know we came out when. Jersey Shore had just come out. Mm-hmm. Jersey Lish had just came out. Housewives of New York, Beverly Hills. So there was, we didn't even have a standing, we didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. We really didn't. So, um, you know, I, I think like, so really how has my life changed? Not, I mean, not so, I had, I guess, you know, people recognize me here and there. People okay. will Google me and oh my God, you were on TV. That's really what I deal with. That, okay. That's, that's it. Okay. Um, who besides Erica, which when I had Erica on the show, um, I, it was, it, you would have sworn that, I don't know, The Rock had just walked in. I was like, it's Erica Rose. Erica Rose. Um, when she told me that you guys were friends, I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yes, we are friends. So who else do you have you kept in contact with from the show? Um, I have kept in contact with Courtney. Okay. Um, she's the only other girl from the show that I um, have kept in touch with. Okay. But primarily, it's only Erica. Of, the, of anybody on that, from that season, that was the biggest shock. You know what I mean? Because it was kind of, they were, it was clicks. It was you, Chrissy, Gia, and then there was Erica, Leanne, and then like Courtney and Amber. Was that everybody? And then Jackie. Yeah, 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 and Jackie. Um, So, but you and Erica really made it entertaining because we just never knew what you guys were going to say. Ever and it was yeah, always we fun. Were like mortal, we were like mortal enemies on that show. Like I couldn't give her. She really played that stupid Dixie Texan really well, and she I did. played that bitchy, you know, tough New Jerseyan well. And the two are like oil and water, especially in your early twenties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just never gonna happen. Right. So 
So how did you guys get reconnected and get to where now you guys are on another show together? You guys have a podcast together? Yeah, life has definitely taken a very unexpected turn with Erica and I. And I, I have to say, um, it's a pleasant surprise and a, and a good relationship that I value. So um, Erica and I had always sort of kept in touch throughout the years, um, you know, through social media. That was mm-hmm. it. And one day, um, I want to say like a year and a half ago, we got to talking uh, through um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we were just basically confiding in one another, talking about, like, things we were going through in our life on a personal level. And we just, like, let it rip to each other. Just, this, um, you know, what she had gone through and I had gone through and, you know, anxiety and this, that, and the other. Right. And, you know, one thing led to another. And slowly but surely, we ended up building a friendship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was a shock, but I was, like, really happy because you guys were my favorites on the show, and I'm like, okay, now they're, like, you know, friends, and I'm like, oh, they, this is exciting. So, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with Jessica Samato from, right now, from Below Deck. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I've got Jessica Samato with me. I'm so super excited. This is, like, uh a fangirl moment for me. You guys know how much I love reality television. And this show, Your Cut Off, that we just got done talking about in the last segment, is in my top five favorite all-time reality TV shows. Um, so I'm very, very excited. So let's fast forward a little bit to right now. Um, you and Erica Rose uh, reconnected. And then who came up with the idea to go on Below Deck? So actually, Erica reached out to me. Uh-huh. Um, there was a, a casting director who reached out to her and said, listen, you know, I'd love to have you on below deck, blah, blah, blah. You know, do you have anybody in mind that you would want to join you? And mm-hmm. Erica reached out to me within five minutes of that email and was like, listen, I just got an opportunity. You know, would you be down? And I was like, let's do this. And then from there, we went and we were basically scouting to find, you know, other girls to join us that, okay. that would be, that we felt would be suitable. Okay. Okay. Next time y'all do that, call, call me. Call me. <laughs> okay. So I have to admit, I, uh, I love Bravo, but I never watched a single episode of Below Deck until literally two weeks ago when you guys were like, I've been waiting all season. I'm like, Erica, when are y'all going to be on there? Uh, I don't see y'all on the, the previews and stuff like that. So can you tell us what the concept of the show is? Because I had it completely wrong from what it actually is. Yeah, so Below Deck is really about the, um, the yachties, the you know, deck crew and the interior crew that work on yachts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really about their lives. Right. Um, that's, why it comes, that's what it means, Below Deck. You know, that's where their living quarters are is below the, the top deck. And, you know, it's just basically a docu-series about them, their time on a boat, and just so happens that, obviously, on yachts, charter guests come on. So that's where, you know, that's where Eric and I come into play. Okay, so the, the, the sh- sorry, the episode where you guys came on, it, it started off with a, a bang because 
the captain like ran the yacht into like what was it James or like concrete or something like that like on the dock so yeah you guys have to do you get to pick where you go or do they tell you look we're gonna film in Croatia how does that how, how does that come into play in in this instance, well, you know, you sign up for, you know, below deck med, whatever it is. Um, mm -hmm. They told us before it's going to be in Croatia, and that's where we needed to fly out. So, okay. you know, we didn't, you know, have a choice. If we wanted to be on that charter, we needed to, you know, be okay with going to Croatia, which I was. Okay, okay. So, because so, before I watched it, I, I thought the show was you have people come on and then they work the yacht. So I was like, okay, no, this is the total opposite. This is all about the crew. So, okay. <laughs> the guy with like the infected dick, just like, um, did he, did, does he get that taken care of by chance? <laughs> yeah, um, in the last episode, it turns out that it was just chasing. Um, and I don't know what grown men can't tell the difference between STD and chasing. Oh, uh, like, yeah. That's kind of concerning because, I mean, I was like, oh, my God, he's got an STD, and it looks like he's gave the, given this girl an STD. Like, I'm like, Eric, and just stay away from the dirty dick boy. Um, he can't be trusted, but it's just chafe. Um, so is it Bianca? Okay. Yeah. What? Okay. I <laughs> want to say all of this correctly. Why does she think that you guys don't like her because she's so pretty? Is she uh, prettier in person by chance? You know what? No, she's actually not. And you know, it, it was really, it was really shocking for for us to see her get on the phone. And say, these girls have been bullying me all along because I'm the prettiest one. It was so random and out of the blue that she did that. <laughs> that it was like she she slapped me in the face. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. You think we're you think we're saying anything to you because you're pretty? Right. Yeah. That uh, was a kind of a like I turned around like, what'd she say? Like, did she really just say this? Um what were some of the other challenges being on a yacht? I, I know that, you know, there's been conversations that were overheard. The crew members kind of got gossiping about you guys. So what else? Because first of all, I would have fucked up the whole trip because I would have been seasick from like the first, like the first five minutes. Like, we got to go back. We got to go back. I'm not going to make it. I can't do this. I'm not about this life. So what were some of the challenges on there for you? So, you know, definitely some of the challenges were, A, you know, the fact of the matter is, and I'm glad I get to come on here and kind of, like, clear some of the misconceptions with that. The episode, the first episode that, that we were on, they were like, oh, all these girls are so hammered, hammered, hammered. No, honey, uh-uh. I'm not drinking on a rocking little-ass boat. Uh -huh. So I was sober the whole time. <laughs> I knew what was going on. And then when, and I knew we were going into a storm. They said, you know, we're, there's a storm coming in. So even more so. I did not drink. Right. Because um, you may have to jump off the goddamn you know, uh, yacht and save your life and swim. <laughs> so. I, I, you know what? I would have got sucked in the current or something. I was. It, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And, you know, I guess the, the another challenge of being on that boat is, is having to be in those small quarters mm -hmm. with Bianca and being mic'd up 24-7. Because mm -hmm. now we're, 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 there's a lot of hostility mm -hmm. and I'm mic'd. 
So okay. it's a wrap for me. Yeah, there was one scene I was like, ooh, they don't know about Jess because uh, <laughs> she's going to set their asses straight real quick. So how many more episodes will there be of your charter? There will be one more episode of our charter. So next Monday will be the final one of us. Okay. So tell us about your new podcast, Cutting Loose, which is extremely funny. The episode when you're talking about pranking people had me laughing, driving down the freeway. So who came up with the idea like, hey, let's do a podcast together? Me, actually. Okay. I, I was the one to come up with that. Erica, I think, came up with the name Cutting Loose. Mm -hmm. And um, we, you know, we figured it was a fun play on your cutoff. Right, the right. Cutting Loose thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a nice opportunity to basically speak on topics in an uncensored way. And right. we just really want... I. I love that Erica is so different than what people know her as. Completely. Like, funny. Yes. She, that is the Erica that I love, and I tell her all the time, this person that I get to know mm -hmm. is the best person, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I took that opportunity, and, you know, she came out of her shell, her comfort zone, the tiara thing, and really just, like, embraced her strong, you know, inner bitch. Right. And... You know, it, it's been it's been a fun experience with her, to say the least. She is very down. It's surprising. She's very down to earth. Um, and she's just really, really nice. I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, I told my husband, I'm like, she's so down to earth. I would have never, ever guessed in a million years. I'm like, she's really a sweetheart. Uh, she really is. She, she really is. Yes. She really is. Erica is a very, like, it's very easy to be friends with Erica, mm -hmm. but it's also very easy to ruin that friendship. When you cross a line, um, you know, and you, you know, anytime you, 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 you're disloyal or anything like that, it makes it very hard to trust somebody. Erica's the type of person that will allow you to constantly like, okay, I forgive you. You made a mistake over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Erica really does have a good heart. And it, it's so crazy. Like, people are like, oh, that dumb idiot, you know, the top yes. house for Trump thing. I feel she's getting a bad rap because of stupid Bianca, you know? Mm -hmm. And it makes me aggravated. But I want to fight all the battles for Erica. And right. I can't. But, you know, she's, she's strong. She's tough. She knows she's been on ABC and VH1. She knows how to right. handle it. But me, I'm like, you're, you're attacking the wrong person. Right. You right. know, like. Right. And here's another thing that has changed since you guys said you're cut off. Social media has blown up. So, yeah. like what you just said, you'll see people on social media that are attacking Erica for stuff that, I'm like, she didn't do that nor say that. I'm like, what? Yeah, this Bianca person, she seems like a class act. Yeah. So she's a class ass. <laughs> so real quick, I saw that your sister had a baby and you're his godmom, right? And, yeah. And he guys, he had on a sailor suit. And it was so cute. We love sailor suits for babies in my family. So when I saw it, I'm like, he even has on the hat. It's so so cute. Okay. So what's more fun? Podcasting or being on TV? 
Um, I think podcasting, and I, I'll, I'll tell you why. I am my, I'm the, uh, you know, the editor of the podcast. I control the content. Eric and I control it, um, you know, from A to Z. Jet Productions is our thing, and, you know, it's nice to be in control of the content that gets put out. Right. When you're on TV, you think you know what's being portrayed. You think you're portraying yourself in a certain way, mm-hmm. and then they catch you. cancel cancel culture oh we're going to cancel this person i I hate cancel culture i freaking hate that what happened to people make mistakes in the world there are certain things i get you should not you should not say and you should not be forgiven i Uh i don't tolerate you know telling somebody to kill themselves repeatedly i don't i don't there are certain things i just don't tolerate and i'm like okay you don't belong here you Mm -hmm. lost your privilege but there are other things that i'm like Get a grip. Yeah. Get a grip. You don't need to cancel every single person for every little thing they do. People need to, like, it's called, there's a thing, trial and error. Yeah. Learn from learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are not perfect beings. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not who we are. So, you know, reading the comments, it, it gives me flashbacks from VH1. Mm-hmm. You know, people, some people will love me and be all pro Jess, and then other people will be like, Jessica is insufferable, just like Bianca. Uh-uh. Yeah, and I'm like, you, you, you've seen maybe 15 minutes of being two weeks. Right. Your person, honey? Like, there's, <laughs> if you want a reason to meet me, I can give you one. Let this not be, let, this is not, this doesn't qualify. Right, know? right. That's crazy. So if you, it's funny how we just were talking about that. So if you could erase anything from your reality TV history, what would it be? You know, I probably, okay, so I don't know if you know this, but I was on Dr. Phil um, really? a million years ago. No, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Well, now you do, and you can still Google it. So <laughs> I wish I didn't do that because Dr. Phil, that was so set up for the record. Like, that man literally patted me on the back after, and he's like, you're a good sport. Like, I was attacked. Yes. Yep. What, what was the topic? You know, I'm an idiot because, again, I was young and I was like, oh, my God, this is funny. Who cares? It was about, like, it was called, like, repeat, repeat offenders. Uh-huh. Um, and mine was, like, I get speeding tickets because I, like, I have a lead foot. Okay. Okay. He, he said that I, like, you know, I, I'm driving a, you know, a 40-ton missile and I'm on the dangerous society, had my mother up there on the freaking thing. I wish I could have well, the irony is, is your husband's a cop, right? Yes, he, he is actually. He is a, 
is a police officer. And you know what? It's funny because he's so not like your average police officer. He's uh-huh. so, you know, just like a quiet, um, quiet guy. Just, you know, very, he's very like liberal, uh-huh. actually. You know, he, okay. he's a very like, not, he calls them brother brothers, the guys who are very into like the cop life. Mm-hmm. They don't separate being a police officer. Right. But he's, um, he's very, you know, He's not your average cop. So to me, like being with me, somebody who's had a, a slew of speeding tickets, who's been on reality TV, who's been in a couple of fist fights in our heyday, he's like, you're my dream girl. Like, that, and, and let me say, you just said he's, he's this, he's this, he's that. She didn't tell y'all that he's really fucking cute too. Just going to throw yeah, that out there. I love his skin tone. I like his skin tone so pretty. But yeah. He's, he's actually, um, he's mixed. He's actually, he's black, he's Native American, and he's Italian. So he's got that gorgeous That's a good, that's a good on. combo right there because he's fine. So, uh, before Jess punches me, <laughs> we're talking about, and he's got good eyebrows too. And I'm like, ooh, he's just got good brows, got nice skin tone. I'm like, ooh, okay. So. Yes, he's got, he's a nice mixture. Yes, he's very, very cute. Okay, so. Tell our audience how they can follow you on social media, what's coming up next for you, anything you want us to know. So um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, at Jess D'Amato. And um, our podcast, Cutting Loose Podcast, is also on Instagram. And we are available everywhere on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Audible, um, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast. We are everywhere. Um, and you know, you never know what's in the future. For me, who knows what's happening? Maybe one day I'll be on TV again. Who knows? And if you come to Houston we'll to visit see. Erica, let's do lunch. <laughs> you know what? That's definite. We definitely have to do that. And that's going to happen soon. So. Hey, come by the boutique. You don't have to come by my boutique. I'm definitely. You've got some. You've got some gorgeous stuff. I'm always looking. I'm like, I need that. That's, 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 uh, we're definitely coming. Yeah, we will hook you up. Jess, I have to tell you that uh, I'm so excited. My husband knows how excited that this has made me. Uh, he loves it when he can get someone that I really, really, really like to be on the show. So <laughs> I totally appreciate it. We are all Team Jess and Team Erica over here. And uh, tell your cute ass hey. husband I said, hey. <laughs> Okay, it was so amazing to talk to you, and uh, I have a feeling we will see you on TV pretty soon. I think you and Jess need your own damn show. I'm just saying. The Jess and Erica, Erica and Jess reality TV show on Bravo. I don't know. Make it happen, Andy Cohen. Um, So anyway. Who knows? Maybe one day. Okay. Well, it was so great talking to you, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Rolling down the street, telling stories, bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie. 
We just want to thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. What episode is this? One, what? Let me guess. 20. 120. 118. 118. Damn, 118. I know, right? Time flies when you're not having fun. <laughs> and not getting paid. And not getting paid. Oh, pay us. <laughs> All right, so you guys know what time it is. It is time for me to award the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. You know, I am one of those people. If I'm scrolling through Facebook, God damn it, if someone puts a quiz or asks a question, I just got to fucking do it. And even sometimes when I scroll, I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. I wind up going reverse scrolling. I'm like, oh, I got to I gotta take the BuzzFeed quiz and find out what kind of potato chip I was in a previous live. <laughs> um, I need to take the BuzzFeed quiz to see which Disney princess's vagina looks the most like mine. Um, just things like, I can't, I like, I have to know. And I love the ones that like you, you tap in and it tells you what your future kids are going to look like. And you're like, I've got endometriosis. I'm not having any kids, you know, things like that. I just, and I'm, y'all know, I'm kidding. Y'all know I have PCOS. I'm just not like the teen mom girls and only talk about PCOS. Um, I have to do the quizzes and, and then I don't just do one. You do one, then next was like, ooh, which Harry Potter house are you going to be? And I'm like, God damn it, this time I don't want Hufflepuff. I want to be in Gryffindor. So I will sit there, and I will take that fucking quiz 20 times until they're like, okay, bitch, go to Gryffindor. Go to Gryffindor. Go, go, go. Because I always get Hufflepuff. Uh, probably because I've got fat cheeks, and I look like a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Anyways, but this one right here, that producer James, can, can you put it up? This one pisses me off. That one right there. Choose one that has to go forever. Look, if it's late at night and I've taken my Ambien, maybe had a little bit of wine, you know, I've, you know, engaged in some herbs, and I wake up and I see this on Facebook in the haze of my mind, I'm thinking there's a fucking meat shortage. <laughs> There's a real problem. There's a real fucking problem here. Because you're telling me one has got to go forever. So I'm thinking, it, oh, do the cows have that one disease again? Uh, do all, it, all the chicken, E. coli? What, do we have what? mad cows or angry chickens? Ha, have <laughs> the Mexicans said that if we can't cross the border, y'all can't have tacos anymore? It scares me. It scares me. <laughs> but what I'm going to do because this is some bitch-assness right now. This right here is bitch-assness. We've got hamburgers, tacos, fried chicken, shrimps. <laughs> if you're from the north side of Houston, you say shrimp. We've got shrimp. We've got crab legs, fried fish, pizza. What is the second one? Pasta and steak. And they're telling you one has to go. I don't care if you think in your mind you know what decision you would make. When you really get down to it, this is fucking hard. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to eliminate one. Because they're saying one of these things has to go forever, correct? Correct. All right. This was a tough decision. But I'm going to go ahead and say I will eliminate the tomatoes that are in the hamburger and the taco forever. Everything else I can keep. That's the one thing that's got to go. <laughs> Take the fucking tomatoes out. I don't want the tomatoes. That's not the game. 
You gotta pick one of the boxes. Then you pick one. Fried chicken. This motherfucker's <laughs> allergic to chicken, y'all. It's the easiest so thing. So it's the easy one. Like for me, <laughs> I, 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 this, this, it, it. I, I think I may want to. I, I so, prefer to give up a child. So let's say, <laughs> so, so let's let's say I wasn't allergic. To All poultry, right. So it was a harder decision. Mm -mm. No. I thought I spit on my shirt. Let's take, for you, we're going to take fried chicken out because he doesn't even know what it tastes like. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay. Right, so take fried chicken out for producer James. Take fried fish out because he's basically allergic to all form-raised fish. No, so, I can eat fish. I can eat codfish, like, stuff like that. So, okay, all right, so pick. Yeah. Uh, crab legs. You know why? I hardly ever eat them. Because there's so much work. And it's so, so much meat. fucking work. Now, if they put crawfish on here, different, different story. story. But crab legs, fuck them. I can never eat another crab leg and not even notice. You know, I, 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 there's no way in hell I'm ever going to give up tacos. No. I will give up producer James before I give up tacos for life. I know. I will have, if I gave up fried chicken and fried fish, my ancestors would snatch my blackness away from me. <laughs> I truly believe that. Um, honest to God, I probably am going to have to say steak. You don't really steak. eat much steak. I don't eat that much steak. He loves steak. I would have to, there, at first I thought maybe pizza, but there's some folks like, man, I need pizza. Then I was like, maybe pasta. Pasta, that, that, that's my go-to dish is pasta. You can do so much with pasta. That's kind of the thing, right? Like some of these, the variation, like you can have a million different tacos. Mm -hmm. Here's, I mean, there's a few, but not a million different steaks. No, it's steak. just the steak. Crab legs, I think my family would disown me if I said crab oh, yeah. legs. Uh, and a hamburger. Sometimes you just want a big, juicy hamburger. Fucking delicious. And shrimp, I'm just not going. My family would be like, clearly you were adopted. <laughs> or clearly we picked up the wrong Rakisha and took her home from the hospital. Um, yeah, that's the kind of shit that your black car would get taken away if you say, oh, yeah. oh I give up crab legs and shrimp. Oh, no. I wish some black bitch would come and talk to me about, oh, you gave up scrimps? Like, bitch, I don't know what a scrimp is, so yeah, I gave it up. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that is the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. We want to thank our guest, Jessica Samato. Make sure you guys are following her on social media and tune in to her podcast with the beautiful and super nice Erica Rose. It is called Cutting Loose, and we will see you guys next week. Stay sucker free. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.